begins now. Capital 263. I'm not a slut. I just love love. What up, what up? How you doing? Hey. I, it's going to stick, guys. No, what it's up? not. But, no, wait. Wait and see. Hi, this is... What's the name of the show? It's Nye 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 and the other. Wow, you're doing so many shows, you don't know which one hey, you're doing I'm now. I'm watching these streets, guys. If you eh. checked out my Facebook, there's this new thing I was doing with a friend of mine called Br- mm. Jasper Mishi called the hashtag show. So, yo, 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 just check it out. It's a uh-huh. video-based show, yeah. Inga. Right. Um, you're listening to Nye Nye and the other guys unfiguring out life. As we know it in 30 or so minutes today. And figuring is not a word. It still is. Can we please get over that? All right. You. Okay, fine. Today, hi, Skittles. How are you doing? I am sick. Can you get closer to the mic so people can hear how sick you are? I am sick. <laughs> She's got a flu and she's I'm single. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. And Mona, I how are you doing? I hate you. Hi, Onai. How are you? I'm fine. Um, Anything to tell us this week? Nah. It's been a pretty... Oh, I started a new blog. Wait, tell us about Yay. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's called um, The Cross Lifestyle. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, saw that, saw but that. yeah, basically it's like a, it's a, it's like a play on my youth uh, services mm. and like literally just a study on the cross type of thing. Ah. So basically I'm just trying to <laughs> and figure out Christianity. One blog at a time. <laughs> one really blog at a time, I yeah. like the first post. I really ah, like thank you. I did a second and a third one. Okay, I'll read those too. Okay, we'll talk thank about you. where you can get the post. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So today yeah. we're going to have Brian Nero on the show. I, I had to go to his... I got to go breakfast. So shout out to you, Brian. If, you, if you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> and Victor Blanco as well. The guitarist who was with him. So it was a cool time. First ever recording we've done it someone else's house. So it's going to be after this segment we're going to talk about some real serious stuff. Anything else to go about before we jump in? The fact that Brian, you know, didn't have breakfast with me? Oh, nothing. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mona. We talked about his girl as well. You guys are going to hear all about that and how you macked on his girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Only, really? Yeah, only on this podcast do we only, talk about that. Only. only this podcast talks about that type okay, of stuff. Okay, okay. All right, so um, let's get into the show in about a week ago. About a week ago, week ago. All right, on about a week ago, today we want to talk about how to deal with your small house or with your husband's small house, at least from the eyes of how people have been doing it. So there's two interesting stories I saw this week. The first one is about a woman who locked up her husband and the husband's girlfriend inside the car, and she said that I am not leaving the top of this bonnet until something happens. Like, it was in sort of protest. You know what I mean? Until what happens? (laughs) She was was purportering, tuning, hey, do you know what? I'm a small house, by the way, is a mistress, like a husband's... It's a kept woman by the side. A kept yeah, woman. It's a, it's a side chick, right, for those who are side chick. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. this, this woman It's a kept like, woman. He pays the bills, pays the house, whatever, gets her what she wants you know, and stuff kept, like that. Kept woman kind of makes kept, it sound exactly. like it's a cool thing. Like, 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 no, that's the, that's the word that they used to use in 1960 England. Uh, uh, for oh, me... I'm just saying, yeah. You, for you, me, kept... You were, you, were, uh, you were what they call a kept woman. A kept or, woman. Yes. I thought a kept woman was a girl's like like a virgin and no a kept woman kept is woman. one who allows a man to keep her, keep her. yeah oh, okay okay in, in, yeah in, in, so in, they even had like their own houses and stuff like that oh yeah. mistress okay yeah. but anyway mistress so how so she her own unique way of dealing with this situation was, was just to, being pretty mad and, and being loud and all the neighbors heard her slandering and shaming her husband and this chick who were like in there so they were in the car they were in the car and she locked the car i think she locked the car up and then took the car keys and took the car keys when the windows on the opened and went on the bottom and started popotari, like shouting <sighs> she made a fool out of herself you think? yeah what about this one so that's her way of dealing with small houses right skittles i don't know what you think about that what the, the bonnet one. yeah She's stupid. What are you doing? Like, why? 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 Why would you do that? Why? Can I ask mm. where the windows open? Because you can <laughs> really kill someone. <laughs> I mean, stupid. hey. You're a weird, mm. you're People a could die. And then now on what on, on, on online, something went up. There was this screenshot of a flyer to a all night prayer or prayer vigil of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. Where all these women and different pastors who were women as well mm-hmm. were going to pray. And the prayer was anti-small house. Against the spirit of... Against the spirit of small houses. Now, here's my thing, right? Uh, okay, what do you think, first of all? About spiritually spiritually like, trying to pray a, a small house away? Yeah, yeah. 
Wow, that depends now with your religious views. Uh. If you feel like it's a spirit of small house, then mm-hmm. by all means try it. But I feel like it's the stupidity of your husband to go out and get a small house what in the first the, place. What if the small house actually goes to the church and is at the prayer? <laughs> 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 oh, oh my Because you know what? You can't deny no. the fact that a lot of small houses actually yeah. do go to church. Yeah. I wonder how they feel about they that. Are not, they are people as well, hey? So yeah, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like they are walking around and it's like, oh, we don't go to yeah, church because we're small house. No. I know a couple. Uh, oh, who, wow. Ooh. I'm not going to say, like, obviously you'll need to predict their identity. Okay, but, uh, but market. But yeah, I'm just, you know? No, I'm not marketing, hell no. No, but all I'm saying is, the person you're not supposed to, the person you're really supposed to be targeting is your husband with meso meso. But what if it's a spirit of Jezebel in this woman that is coming why, against why, my husband? Why, why are we targeting the woman and not targeting the husband? It's almost because like because the woman the at the end of it. No, no, no. Do you know what? It's like those guys who want to beat up uh, oh, who want to shout at the no, like women who want to beat up the small house mm-hmm. because she's cheating with the husband instead of beating up the husband. I'm not saying people no. should beat up anyone, Mm-mm. but I'm saying the logic here is <laughs> why bad. are you going for the small house and yet your husband's one who went out of your house is the one who did something wrong. I feel like when a man goes out of the house yeah. and says, Hi, Skittles, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. Can we do this? Yeah. Skittles now has the power to say yes or no, but what she doesn't know, but then most. Small houses do know that he's a married man. That's why they need him because so, I mean, he is the freedom to c- go away and come back. There's no like. Here's my question: Who's the bigger wrongdoer, the small house chaser or the small house? The small house. I chaser. think both of them have mm. like. No, no. no if we're gonna tip it in the scale of like like one has to go to jail. What you're this. doing is you're blaming the woman. No, I'm saying is... the man also has a problem. Ekuti, he is coming out of his house. He's he's stepping out of his marital bounds, mm. and then the woman also has. A problem when he, he or she, because you never know what the small house is right now. Yeah. She when she discovers that this no this man is married, mm. she's not stopping the relationship. She's like, oh yeah, so now I'm like number two. But who initiated first? The initiator is the husband. That's why I'm saying both. So I'm saying both of them. No, here's the thing. Each person has their own responsibilities to bear. Mm. This husband is stepped out of his marital bounds. He has a problem. I still the feel woman like, I also still feel knows. Like we're shaming women here. As the in, woman also I'm knows that shaming both of them. What am I saying? No, I not, she did say uh, both. I'm saying oh, both, I dude. Yeah, yeah you weren't. You on your cracked iPhone. That's not working anyway. Oh, oh, oh Mona. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Give me a new phone. We do will. Expect, Don't worry. Do you, do, do you do you take Huawei? Okay, keep going. Oh yeah, keep like going. a classy person I, now. I can't believe you just <laughs> <laughs> like on my cracked iPhone, but it's all good. I'm looking for a screen. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm saying. Both of them have have issues and they need to take responsibility Those of the emotional, social, financial, economic, and uh, physical, emotional abuse that have, they've been wrought upon this woman who walked into her marriage yeah, thinking well, everything's going to be fine. I guess, yeah, so well. I guess the best way to deal with your small loss is play against her or... Uh, no, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. Conclusion. So uh, this, this I feel like as the wife though, she, sh- she should deal with her husband. Yeah, like, dude, you, you can't be messing around mm. like this. Okay. Oh, okay, what was that? <laughs> oh, my it's word. It's very... Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. There we go. Sorry, oh. I put the music up too much. Okay, ah, okay. next thing I want us to kind of... Have you watched um the movie Fences? No, I haven't. With um Denzel and the Viola Davis chick. No, I They actually sort of ad- okay i can't say address it mm. but denzel is like it's like after 18 years and they've got an 18 year old kid and he's old and is almost retiring and stuff mm. and then she he goes out he steps out mm. and goes and have another baby with this other woman mm. so she was saying um you can't do this to me she was addressing him she was like you can't do this to me i tethered my life to yours because mm. this guy's um excuse was that this woman makes me feel like a way I've never thought before. I'm actually myself. I can hey, laugh around her. Imagine. So she was like, he, he, her response was, I was right there with you. I was standing with you in that no laughing zone. You had no right to step then out. take our life and step out like that. You should have also told me so that I could have stepped out. Like, uh, dude, this uh. is what we're doing. Because I can't take the, my life to yours. And then you decide all of a sudden, ah, no, Jack. Hey, what what if she cheats in revenge? You see now, that's the thing. Hey, when the woman cheats on yeah, exactly. When the woman cheats, it, it becomes this whole oh you you hurt my feelings. You the sanctity of this marriage has been 
broken down. Yeah, oh, you gotta bounce. Guys can't take you. You can't, but so, see, so, you, but it's okay to do it to another person. No, no, uh, no, I'm not no. For cheating on but anyhow, anyway. what to do? Eish, I don't know. I think it's peculiar to do. I think the person. best way to deal with your small house is situation to, is to deal with your husband. Who's how? Looking. How do you deal with it? I don't know how you're gonna do Please, it. Go do to you marriage know? counseling or something? I don't know. No, you know that what? won't work. Uh-uh. Listen, I only all if you're counseling. Ah, uh, wait. If Listen. you're going to pray about it, pray about it. Like pray about your husband. Like, small house or like, like war room, like Lord, stop yes. him from doing anything. Like, yes. If he prays, you think, Lord, I mean, you better put him out of the spotlight. Which it should be. Mm. Which it should be. you think. Yeah. But anyway, trust yeah. me. Let's go to this new thing. Uh, the next thing. I think like we've exhausted that one. So Sikima's why said Zimbabwe became uh. what it is because whites are evil and closed all the taps. Not because of bad African leadership. Wake up. So she's <laughs> saying that Zimbabwe is in the situation that it's in on the corruption level that it's in and the economic situation that it's in because of the colonialists who are white and a lot of Zimbabweans didn't like that Skittles you're itching, tell me what's up Here's my problem <sighs> Siki is an essay mm. There's a different divide between a Zim and essay mm. and I still remember when I was there mm. I was with people like that mm. and I used to ask them why do you say that and they used to say that because we don't have our land mm. so she's taking it from that perspective right you can't come out and say, oh, Zimbabwe is like this, 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 and you admire what you can't even go through by yourself. No, don't do that. She's wrong. I agree with most of the stuff that she says. Like mm. one time she was saying that uh, we need youth leaders in SA and stuff like that. That's good. We also need youth leaders here. Yeah? Mm. But now, what she's saying now, I don't agree with that. She should not comment on things that she doesn't know. Because she say, has a leak. Should, should, should South Africans speak for the struggle of Zimbabweans, whatever the struggle could be? No. Why no, not? because our context is different. Those mm. guys went through, what do they, how do you pronounce apartheid? apartheid? Yes. Mm. They have a, a really horrendous backstory. With the experience with white people. Yes, and the experience with with is really, yes, with yeah. post colonial white people. Yeah, yes. They have and really bad experience. Yeah. yeah. And we ha- we sort of had like sort of and the did. lighter side of it of, wasn't yeah, that it, it wasn't pronounced. that yeah, it Although wasn't it was that harsh. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that horror filled yeah. type of situation. So I feel like I what she's saying, like maybe sometimes South Africans feel like we we have we are wasting an opportunity yes that's what they mean that's but no here's, here's why what i find funny, funny because yesterday on the news uh the head of state of government our president was saying i i feel cheated by some chinese firms in the diamond deals okay <laughs> now here's my question there was 15 billion loss in the loss and i think he's also alluding to that right mm-hmm. and this is this is what he said i'm not trying to peddle anything whatever now, is it a white person's fault that the people that he has put in charge to deal with all these mining consortiums were duped by the Chinese, those said Chinese firms? That's exactly what I mean. Like, uh, like you can't sometimes all blame everything on the white people. That's my point. Things that we, we the, should... only, the only problem I have with white people is that they, when they gave us the country, they literally fell back and was like, let's watch you destroy this. Because I can tell that these guys foresaw mm-hmm. the situation. They they sort of foretold that this is what is probably going to happen. Yeah. And they let it slide. They were like, you know what? You want this? Okay, there you go. Try and find then I've got a question to that. Mm-hmm. Remember when they wanted uh, Ian Smith to apologize? <laughs> do you See? think that if you're a person who's trying to conquer and you're doing everything that you want to do to colonialize the land, you're supposed to apologize? Like, see? Like, like, because when I look at it, like you're saying the thing you hate about white people. Th- that's the, the only thing. To like, them, to them, they feel justified. It, even until now, yeah. they, they, they don't say anything. What do you want them to say? No, like, I, I'm, right now, I actually do quite believe that some of their stuff, some of the land that they're producing, some of the grain and stuff is actually the only thing that's keeping, that's keeping us afloat. Some of the... Uh, yeah. Mm. And I feel like if somehow, if we are really about this Rainbow Nation stuff that we've been peddled since I was born, mm. that we are now Usbambani, Unity, seems like it's only between the Shona and the Debelez. But what about the white people? Mm. What are we doing about the white community that is... Because it's not like we don't have white people in Zim. You do. We, we actually do. And don't are care about them. Exactly. Now imagine if we had... <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I get it. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like the only problem and, I and, have with and them... at your church. <laughs> and at my church. <laughs> and celebration. And it's, my problem is they... 
they have this Laceus face, like they're just watching the ship. It's like they're on the deck of the Titanic, and they're just watching it sink, and they have these lifeboats on, and, and they're just they're like gonna... they've got secret boats. So Tiki Mazwa to some point is right. It's right, but, but not she, not about that. Actually, the ship's crew. I also kind of said the same thing. He was like on the Tiki You know what? You look at all these Zimbabweans. They're thriving. The vendors from us are like man. Man, trying to be vendors, man. We ain't trying uh, to be on Vusi's, I, I listened to the video. Mm. That does not make sense. A master's graduate is selling tomatoes or bananas or a chocolate that he bought from Pick and Pay for 49 cents and he's selling it in Copacabana for 50 cents. Let, let, cent let, let, me, let me play the video that, right here so that people can have the context of it, right? <laughs> Wait, before you do, where is this Vusi from? He's a Zimbabwean in no. South Africa. Ah, he's Zimbabwean? No, I don't no, know. He's a South African totally. He's ah, a Zimbabwean. Did not just say he was trusting his family in Zim? I don't know, but uh, he's from a, the from the from maybe the maybe he's my family, but I know Vusi Tembegwayo is South African. Now it's difficult now. No, no, no. Why is he calling us home? But then wait, don't know him. Wait, wait. Let, let, let him play. play. I want to play the play. Play it. Sunday night, guys. I just landed in Zimbabwe and haven't been here for a couple of years. And I can tell you a lot has changed in the number of years I've not been here. But one of the things that remains absolutely consistent is people in Zim just refuse to give up hope. You know, on the drive from the airport to the hotel, I see the most amazing things. Uh, there was a time about two years ago when vending was, was made illegal. People are trading, they're on the streets, they're running their businesses, they're absolutely doing it for themselves. I want to say this to South African entrepreneurs, but actually just to entrepreneurs globally. Don't give up hope. If entrepreneurs in Zimbabwe can succeed and thrive in an economy where there's a lack of availability of foreign currency, there's effectively no state aid or funding for small businesses, and you just have to make it work, and they're making it work, you have no excuse. Let's take inspiration from what, what entrepreneurs in Zimbabwe are doing and realize that we can all learn. I wish you the best in your business, and remember, I love you guys. All right, so that was the clip. Mm. Uh, did, like... If you're coming here and you've been outside, you're deluded by what you have seen outside and you want to put it here. There's nothing like that. Who wants to be a vendor when they have a master's degree? Uh, because a lot of people... How is, how is selling tomatoes entrepreneurship? I mean, it is, but I don't think it's the type of entrepreneurship that a person with a master's degree is supposed to okay, be Okay, wait, wait. What is entrepreneurship? I think it's building. It's a small business building. Yeah. yeah self something build, like it's like a self-business. But is it, is, is it still the title when I've been forced, when I have no other option but to sell tomatoes? No, that's the no. question. correct. No, now it's a job. My, my did you hear the statement when he said, uh, when I left here, vendors were banned and stuff like that. And I come but back, now they're very resilient. They're, they're very resilient and there are more of them on the street. It's because like, yes, we have no choice. We have no choice. This yeah. is literally the only black-owned business that we can do now. Selling Jeez. tomatoes. I, I think I think it's I, either tomatoes or barrel. Those are the two choices. I think the context of, of a he, like when you don't know, don't speak for the struggle that you don't Thank understand. Thank you. Mm. you and when I you think? see when you when you're out here and you've traveled a, only airport road, don't try to glamorize stuff. Don't try to comment on the dollar per, 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 per five kg tomato that you've seen. Go down to Market Square. Go down to Mbare and see that people are sleeping on the streets trying to get that paper. Then come and tell me about it. No, not even. Just go down to cabs. You see Just people. Cabs, like in town, cabs, like in, like in, in town, like an airport road to the hotel. Airport road is paved like Bruh. I don't know some it looks like other it's, it's country. country. Alright, cool. Let's let's huh? go to the next thing. So uh one more No, thing he should no, he should withdraw that statement. Honorable Comrade. Minister. Yes. Comrades <laughs> need to withdraw that statement that okay, if fine, if he was talking about we are resilient people, yes, I'll take that. We are very strong people. We are like oaks. We don't Do you know, dry a lot up of fast. Zimbabwean people don't like the idea that we're actually resilient because they feel like your resilience is just you just bearing the stuff, stuff instead of it, actually yeah. enacting change. Of which right now the only kind uh, of change we've I will tried, say, we no, get no, doused the only kind water. of change I would say is go vote. Register, vote. That's all. I think yeah, it's non-political. That's the only so you thing. Can't pin me to any party. Mm. All right, just go vote because it's. But you know, it, it's it sounds like yeah, okay. No, 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 no. Go vote. Go vote. Go you vote. Want change. Go vote. No, no. go vote. Go vote. Right. Okay, because then it's your right. Whether you all right. are, you okay, know, no, yeah. no, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Very apolitical. You know, very neutral. PC. Going politically on. correct. All right. Next thing. Um, this person called Wasu at Mainia on Twitter said. The Dwayne Debeles always want to play the Gukurahundi card. Oh my gosh. Ah. And people reacted that nasty. So, so for context, Gukurahundi is a time where... Uh, it's, were, a non, it's, a, it's a time we don't like to admit happened. But it happened. Yes, um, but, it, but it is. It's, it's, it's when 
there was some issues between Zipra, former Zipra Force, former Zipra Forces, I believe. And mm. okay, pretty much there was a whole lot of quote unquote, a lot of people would want to term it genocide. Right? Yes. And I think the powers that be do not want to call it genocide, but it was it can be misconstrued. Like it was, a, came, it was a terrible time after war when power pe- power plays were being made and bad decisions were made and people died. And some there people some people really want apologies for it. So now unfortunately this woman said so the Ndebele people were the ones who were most affected by it. Uh, in terms of the lives lost and stuff, because uh, most of it happened yeah. in Matebele land, right? Yeah. So now the thing is, this girl goes and says, the way Ndebele's always want to play the Kukurahundi card, it's almost like saying the way Jews want to always want to play the, the Holocaust it, card. It's like, right? And for me, that to me is one of the most so insensitive. Like, insensitive things you could say. Now, here's the question I was having this conversation with Henry Bidi from Politics and Beyond, mm-hmm. and I said, do you think it's about time we criminalized tribal hate speech? Yes. Because it's causing a rift. Each time, have you seen each time something like this happens, stuff just gets way out of control. Mm. These jabs just go left and center. Memes fly. Feelings are hurt. Mm. And then the rift between the Shawnas and the Debilis just goes wider. And deeper. Like, the scars are not healing because we keep picking at it. I think think she was grossly irresponsible for doing that. I feel like we should address it as a nation. I don't know. Yeah, It needs to, because I feel like this whole Kukurahundu Gukurahundi mm. episode has not been addressed even in the history books. It's not, it's really, not really spoken of. It's not spoken of. We need to have like, yo, guys, this is what happened, and we are very sorry for what happened. No, but can we is, try to do is, this? Who is supposed to be so, very sorry for how how it happened? Because the thing I I frankly am hurt by because I, I'm I'm Shona, but I grew up in Bulawayo, so. Mm. The, every single time when Highlanders would play Dynamos and Highlanders would, oh, be, the kids would tell me to go back to Harare. But I'm like, I was born here. I don't even know how to speak Shana properly. Okay, and, and and for me, it's like I don't like that generational. So you're like, a, you're like, a, okay, ish. I was about to go left, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a go left, and mm. then you all can yeah, judge fix you. me there. Yeah. You are like the colored of race of of, of Shona and Debele. Sort of. You're like <laughs> sh- you're like Shona, but you're not really Debele at the same time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah. I believe there's a word for that actually. I don't know. But, I don't know. but my thing is, I don't want my kids to chill and feel like they were to blame for something <coughs> that a couple of other people did. I just want this issue to be addressed. Mm. And I really, really, and if who is the, going to address it? Listen, I think the people who are responsible know who who should address it. I feel like as a as a country, we should try to have some sort of, as 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 the youth actually. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is now trickling it's down really to, us. to us. Yeah. It's now just us now because we are catching feelings on behalf of grandpa, uh, grandpapas and grandmamas. Yeah. So I feel like what we should do is just have something. It's I don't know if it's gonna be like a Sean and Debella uh, drink up uh, by some way like really somewhere really cool and I'll, I'll say something nigel once said on the podcast like, yeah. we should just just ma- just okay fine just, in fact, just, <laughs> oh, that, it just oh. if you just say we should just it doesn't stop it it's okay not, it's not a small so thing we should do. we should do something no, really think, big we should have like i think an admissions offer. i think admissions need to be done people need to admit but then here's the thing we know we're never gonna get the admissions never we are never going to get these admissions you know Maybe. so unless we want the situation to become like this we need to have a step forward but I one, don't know. one thing we should stop is people like my no this one does this, this uh, for the attention no this on, one does this really for stop she does it for the retweets she does it for the replies but you know what if it's so insensitive for you to say something like this just because you want to get a bloody retweet on twitter like excuse me but then isn't that what twitter is like right now no twitter is a very bad place see so i still remember chris charamba was saying that you will never have a conversation a proper conversation online no but here's the thing what type of conversation was she trying to have here she was just she was doing it for the sake of doing it because that's what she does she She goes quiet she wants and she she comes up she wanted to and she trend. trend for all the wrong reasons. Do you know what? She, if, does, if, does, she, does it matter? If you listen to this show, I'm going to say what she did was very disrespectful. It was disrespectful and stupid to the max. Anyway, let's talk about more positive It was insensitive. People died. Yeah. Entire generations were wrecked. Yeah, some of the Families story. were ruined. We have orphans because of that. We have people who haven't been the same. We have people who got probably mental illness because of I wish Nomalisa was here because Nomalisa really wanted to air about, like, wanted to talk about this. But you know what? We also, should just totally like, have a whole podcast. On dedica- Google, yes, yeah, we should yeah, have. We should, we maybe should. we should do like a politics and beyond Nayana and the other guys mashup. Yes. Where we talk about Google. Yes, we should also get people who, who, who were affected, who affected or, who, yeah, yeah, or, gen- or, or former 
or later generations of people mm. like this like yeah. maybe Bazukuru or i don't know how you yeah. say it in that because yeah. it's yeah. also the abazukuru of, yeah. of of people who are who, yeah. yeah and i also feel like we should have ndebele as a as a I feel like all schools in Harare should teach Isindebe. Yes, yes and, they should. And, and schools in Blaye should teach Shona. I feel yeah. like that. Nah, this is hard. Because I'm always I I have I have, I have, clients. I have clients. I have I have clients who who call from the from Blaye. Mm. Blaye. Yeah, from Blaye. Oh, mm. I'm sorry. Who call from Blaye? Mm. And they say. Uh, and they say they greet me in Ndebele, and mm. I have to say I can't speak Ndebele. And then they say. Why is it in Indian no gonna go to our Shona, but, but you can't speak? Yeah, you know, Kwanis. Yeah, and yeah, I feel so bad. It's like it's not. Should. It's not my fault. But it's not my fault. I get it. I, I've grown up in a system where Debele is a totally different state. Yeah, I it's think treated I as a totally different country. I don't know if it's treated, but okay, like to, we, we can. It's system, yeah, yeah the systemat- system. Yeah, systematically, we do that. Yes, yeah. But anyway, because from being from skies, I know both. Ah, my name is Magarasa Bar. Alright, guys, this could be more positive things. So I got to talk to Brian Nira, and the show is like the interview. Mm-hmm. I'm so him, jealous. Right, had breakfast in his cabins. Brian, shout out to you. Shout out to Tariro Mishonga for. I hope you get indigestion. Ah. Okay, so Brian, <laughs> wow. up next on the guest house, right, guys? So till next time, my name is Onai Online. Find me on all social media platforms, and I'm Miss Mona. Just go on my Facebook, and I'll, you'll probably find all of the links there. Skittles. And I'm Rumbitai. See, I don't know where Skittles come from, but it's somewhere there. See you. What it's you mean? Really long podcast, guys. What you mean? I mean, like you're Rumbitai, but you're also Skittles, but you don't like saying Skittles, but it's somewhere there because we know you're Skittles. But I, okay, I can't, okay, guys. See, I can't see, see, reference see. it because it's not on my social media most of the time. Oh, but see. you're Skittles, guys. Okay. See you on the other side. Bye. Hi, my name is Brian Neer, and you're listening to Nye on Nye and the other guys on Capital 263. Just so you know how hard it is uh, to get one, this guy on a podcast, so anyway, like his life must be really, really busy. I am right now at where he is living in Zim. So someone asked me like, yo, how come he's not coming to your studio? I said like, well, we're special. <laughs> we actually get to, to go to see him in his like natural state. And today we've got like an absolute cool guy. He is all warmed up, he's, like socks and stuff. So I think I'm the only one who's ever seen him in socks. <laughs> uh, we've got Brian Nira today, man. Welcome to Nine and the other guys. Thank you. Um, you've been traveling a lot in Zim. Yeah, and how was Mashingo? How was Peter House? Great. Which has been the dopest so far? I mean, I can't even say that one was the dopest. They were all just amazing. I mean, Peter House, uh, the HSCC show, Mashingo, mm-hmm. uh, everything was just, I mean, it was amazing, man. It was just amazing. And I was looking at your Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And, and I noticed that there was a, there's a really cool story that you shared about Zoe. Yeah, man. It's, it's like for those who aren't on your Instagram, what happened with her? Uh, you know, I uh, she just uh, she, her sister passed away about a week before the show. Mm. Uh, but her sister was who introduced her to uh, my music. Mm-hmm. Would you still love me specifically? And so um, she Zoe was uh, coming to the concert, you know, to make sure she connected with uh, this guy that her sister told her to listen to and. Uh, and you know, she also ultimately just uh, wished that I had been there a week early yeah. to see her sister. But um, but it was a great encounter. Yeah, special. Man. Yeah. And same thing kind of happened when you were doing the voice as well. Mm-hmm. You then ended up singing for the little, the little girl. Yeah, that's man, right. It seems to be like your thing, isn't it? I, you know, I think that um, uh, when your heart is to serve people and when your heart is to uh, bring people joy and hope, it it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When was the first time you kind of realized that you were not exactly American and you're not exactly Zimbabwean? Because mm-hmm. your parents, like, yeah. uh, when you've said you, they're traveling missionaries, yeah, right. And how usually it's the other way around where you've got missions from America going to Africa, but it's not yeah. the other way around. So how when did you realize that you were a little different? Um, you know, I uh, I, I just always I, I don't think I I really felt like I was different. I just felt like. Um, I was both. Okay. That like I, it wasn't that I didn't feel like I was either. I just felt like I was both. Mm. I was accepted by both, which is amazing. Mm. And 
living as like a pastor's kid, mm-hmm. right? How 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 tough or how easy was it in America? Like especially traveling. Did you even have a place you called home? Yeah, we lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he's he was in traveling evangelist in the U.S. And so, um, I mean, I lived a normal life. We, you know, we would just travel on the weekends and stuff. And so it wasn't really no anything, you know, too uh, far fetched because. Um, you know, it's not like they had a church or anything. Mm. Yeah, and so we were just going to different churches. He didn't have a church. He didn't have a con- congregation or anything. Yeah. And your and your and your mom, I met her the other day. She's pretty cool. Yeah, she's amazing. Like, she she looks like the type of person who used to use the belt though when when you were a kid. Like um, she didn't miss my dad more than my mom. <laughs> my mom was uh, the it was the you know the nice one. My mom's just so kind hearted. I mean, she's she, she knows was, what she, she wants. Yeah, 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 she knows what she wants. She she know and. And she's a boss, but uh, she's she's so kind. Were well, you a naughty kid though as you grew up? Mm, I wasn't too naughty. Yeah, I wasn't too naughty. I was probably was adventurous, had a lot of energy, but I wasn't necessarily like naughty. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Um, there's a little game that we play. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called this or that, though, right? At this point, I'll be adding in the music, but I'm trying to miss the system because, hey, guys, we are at his house, and yeah, I don't. Like mess it up, but you're gonna hear when it comes out, right? So on this or that though, um, we collect a couple of questions where you need to choose one or the other thing. Okay. Alright, and you need to do it really quickly because I'm gonna move on to the next question. Is that cool? Yeah. Alright, because it kind of get you warmed up a little bit because you're, you're really just putting yourself up. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. Hey, this is Victor Blanco, and you're listening to Nye on Night and the other guys. Um, if you were to pick one song uh, mm-hmm. from The Voice to sing. Mm-hmm. But it had to be vernacular, and it had to work, and it had to be Zimbabwean. Yeah. So which song would that be? That I sang? If you had to sing a song on The Voice, and yeah. it had to be vernacular, which one would it be? Uh, out of all the songs in the world? No, the yeah, out of all the songs that have been made in Zim. That have been made in Zim? Yeah. Uh, shoot. I don't know. The uh, I really like that beautiful song by uh, Timmy. By Timmy. Tammy, yeah. Oh, oh, Tammy. Yeah. I oh, like yeah. We we had her on the show like the other day. Nice. Yeah, really we like totally had. I, I think she'd be she'd be really happy to. I like the guy can, who, can, who. I like the guy who produced it. I oh. like Spirit Fingers. Oh, for, for real? Yeah, he's I, the best. That would be dope. Uh, would you be able to sing it now? I don't. I <laughs> wouldn't be able to sing it now. <laughs> That's how trying to call me. <laughs> I was saying, let's say, um, in the twist of events, right? Your mm-hmm. guitarist Victor Blanco mm-hmm. happened to be stolen by a bunch of like ancient warriors from Greek Zimbabwe where you were like, yeah. yesterday, right? And to get him back, you needed to do either of two things, mm. all right? You either need to never have ever sang Jesus Loves Me before when you were four, mm. which then catapulted you into your, into your career now, or you never get to eat sadza ever again. Uh-huh. I'll choose sadza. You'd never eat sadza again? Yeah. You don't I like mean, it. I like sadza, but I like rice too, so I'd be okay with rice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot in trouble though, Zimbabweans, for that one. <laughs> right, between Soldier Love and Winky D, who would you pick to feature on a song with? A Soldier Love. <laughs> Which is your favorite song, by? I don't know. But you did pick that guy instead. Yeah. You don't? Do you even know his music though? No. Like, <laughs> she's just picking him off the cuff, just off like the that. Cuff. All right, fine. Um, would you go bold for a year, or would you have cornrows? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I will go bald. Nah, you lose the afro. Yeah. Nah, crap. Alright, then, um, someone asked this question, actually, briefs or boxer shorts? Um, I like briefs better. I, I like briefs because, you know, like, you can work out in briefs. Yeah. You can, like, briefs are, like, you can do anything in briefs. This is Miss Mona, and you're listening to 909, the other guys, the Brian Nira special. Now, let's get a little bit into the questions that people gave me. So, we've got Terry Romishonga, and shout out to him, because just before... He knew that we we're gonna have. He was like, you know, you need to have this guy when it comes to him. Yeah. So Terry had two questions actually. Um, first of all, it's, qu- it's a pretty interesting question. He said, "Why did you delete my comment when I highlighted that he had a pitchy performance? Is he scared of criticism? Which one? I've got no idea." He said, "One of the last performances you did. Honestly, it probably wasn't me. Uh, it was probably somebody <laughs> on my team. <laughs> right. So you don't handle most of your Facebook. I handle most of my stuff, but I don't handle all of it. Right. Especially Facebook like comments. Mm-hmm. I I look at them. I look at them, but um, it's usually my team that handles a lot of them." Actually, so when you first announced that you were coming to Zim, there were a couple mm-hmm. of negative comments on. I don't know if you noticed. Um. I don't know. I'm a pretty positive person, so yeah. it negativity, uh, it kind of flies over my head. 
<laughs> where, where did you develop that? Though? Oh, my parents, man. Yeah. They are they're very positive and optimistic people. Mm. And then he also tell also then as like what local Zim classic songs do you know and can you sing any one of them? Uh I'm not singing this morning. Mm-hmm. But classic songs, you know, I I have uh in my time here, you know, most of the years I'm here, I've I've been here to been traveling with my parents to different churches and so I'm really familiar with a lot of the worship songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, I'm familiar with a lot of the the Oh, with yeah. a lot of the worship stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any one song in particular? That I you love uh, the song. Oh, I love that song. I dope, man. That's I cool. love that song. If you get a clip, you should show us you sing, sing that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and my friend Chenge, uh, she's she's not in, in Zim. Um, she said, Do you have a girl in your life? I do have a girlfriend. Hey. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's Moroccan. Uh huh. Wish she had. Did you come? Did you come through this? Oh uh, no, she's not. She, I, I want to bring her next year. But um, but yeah, she lives in the U.S. and she's awesome. Yeah, right. I like to tell people that I've got my African. Hey, <laughs> is, is, is she African? Moroccan. Oh, she's Moroccan. Yeah. So man, how, how did you meet up with the Moroccan baby? Uh, she's on, half man. Moroccan and then on, half man. American. How'd you shoot your shot? The Lord, God uh, is good. Oh, tell me the story. At least, at least tell me the story. We went to the same young adults group. Uh-huh. Uh, so in the same church uh-huh. And so she was in Bible school In my city uh-huh. And uh, then she moved in With my best friend's girlfriend mm-hmm. And and then it was a wrap from there <laughs> uh, So, so uh, I really want to give person But how long Like how, how is it being a boyfriend How, how is it being I love it I mean she's She's like my best friend so mm-hmm. She's like we're just We just have a good t- We just have a good time like, We love She's like um, being around her like calms me. It, it, it's relaxing. It's not a burden by any means. Mm-hmm. We just have fun together. We just we just live life together and have a good time. She's she owns two businesses and she she does her thing. And so she's I mean she she's definitely a um, she's a class act. She's your African queen. Yeah, man. Like from the north of Africa, man. Absolutely. Does she have a little sister? Maybe you can hook me up. Uh, like, I'm just saying. She's a little too young. <laughs> ah, cool, man. All right. And, and and just to get back to, like, to the actual music, right? So I was going through, I was actually watching a couple of videos that you did. Yeah. And weirdly, I went to a song called Back Where You Belong. Uh-huh. Right? And to me, it talks a lot about like a father from the perspective of a son who's never really had one but has known that a father like that exists mm-hmm. and to me I'm thinking oh, fine, you probably write your own music yeah all, ter- all the time mm-hmm. where oh, so how was your dad with the song cause like man are you trying to say man I ain't been there for you or oh, something no uh, yeah. no uh, um, you know when I write music it's uh, either from um you know, it's, it's it's something I've gone through, or something that I've seen other people go through. Mm. And so, back where you belong was was a res, was a response to you know something that I saw. You know, mm-hmm. when I was you know at a grocery store on, on multiple occasions, just seeing um, seeing mothers with their children, but uh, with no you know with the dads not around. And so, you know, my heart was just broken for. Yeah. The fatherless. There's so many who are fatherless and who don't have um, that male figure in their life, and and you know, it 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 makes an impact on their life. You know, for the for their whole lives, not to have that male figure help them along the way, and yeah. so that that's why the song was written. Uh, dope man. And um, what type of father? You said what type of father do you want to be one day? Ah oh, man, I like I want to be a father like my father. Just be there, and um, your father's pretty big, man. Yeah, my my he's, he's awesome. Like, he's like he's like he's so unlike you. He's big, like, uh, <laughs> like tall, very <laughs> tall. Like oh uh, yeah, he's pretty tall. Yeah, and then like um, when it comes to music, so from the eyes of us guys here, when we watch the music in the United States of America, right, mm-hmm. and we see how so liberal the world has become, or the states has become, or maybe we just see the liberal bits, and then you've got um coming from a conservative background mm. how do you balance still having a following but at the same time still speaking to a people who really don't even want to know that you believe in God or anything? um i just you know i've just committed to being myself and, and just 
presenting who I am and what's on my heart to the world. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's just what I want to continue to do. And, and, you know, people have responded. People have responded. And so I don't think that, you know, there's a reason to change now. And it's crazy because when I look at it, I'm like, how? Because we know, like, the super, 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 like, like, because all the people we ever really hear of, mm-hmm. uh, you get the Drakes, you get the Nicki Minajes, you get that, like, adults from the UK, but, like, we sometimes think that it's not, we, we, we feel like maybe just because we don't see you as much as those other people that you aren't doing stuff, but you actually have a big fan base. Yeah. You actually have people singing your songs, like, at the graduations and stuff. Yeah. Man, how does it feel to be that type of person, like? It feels great, you know. In, in that in that respect, people only pay attention to really like what's what's put in front of them, yeah. Unless they really like, unless they really like it. And so I do. So those people who are like who don't think that I'm doing anything, that they, they just don't follow me, mm-hmm. and that's fine. No, that's that, that's hundred percent. But there are a lot of people who are following, and a lot of people. Who are uh, who are staying in tune with what I'm doing and yeah. who are staying through social media because there's not one reason why people shouldn't know what I'm doing because we are very active on social media and we're yeah. very active on putting it putting our music and everything that we're doing in the right place and so you know it's a it's a it's a two way street and and it's okay it's like I I understand I understand that some people aren't going to like just constantly be following what i'm doing and that's fine speaking of following what you're doing uh when i looked at your instagram as well i noticed that there was a time when you were at the um, martin luther king jr memorial or something mm-hmm. and you had a powerful message about uh it, it, it really looked like it really got to you like man man this happened now yeah. i was really dabbling with this idea of asking you this question but you know with everything happening in the states right? yeah you come from a predominantly i don't i don't think it's like one of the most Predominantly black states in America. Ah, uh, no, it's, it's not, not even by any means. Um, how do you, how are you dealing with race relations then? Oh, right man, about I uh, I grew up going to white churches and so, like, I never had a problem. I never had a problem like with it, and so I never, I never really. And being African, yeah, being like not being like my parent, I have no slave blood in me. Okay. And so I don't feel it as much. I don't feel the ramifications of what was done. Um, I've I've made the dis- I made the choice to identify and to um, educate myself on the struggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna. And I don't know. Maybe it, like I have been racially profiled. I I don't know. Maybe. But you haven't just, you haven't seen it yourself. I haven't felt it like that. Okay. Yeah, but I have people. I know people who have. Do you, know, do you think definitely. one day you'd actually like write a message like a song so you, like we from the people that we see we mm. see the Kendricks yeah and whatnot there's a lot of there's lots of messages which talk about like race relations and stuff and mm. we know that the church which you are very active in like Martin Luther King um, I already really had I did I rewrote a song we haven't released the official track mm-hmm. but uh, me and my friend wrote a song called Flaws okay yeah for our city um yeah, we wrote a song called Flaws, just, you know, asking the question, how did our differences become our flaws? Yeah. And so um, we just released, like, a, a video of us just doing it acoustically. And, you know, people really responded. And then hope. Mm-hmm. Hope is, like, a message that's, like, all throughout your music most of the time. Mm. And uh, I was thinking, man... How bad was your life that you had to have hope as this like the centerpiece? Of yeah. If you got so, so what's your unique experience with yeah. trouble to the point where hope becomes a thing? For it you? wasn't. It wasn't trouble that mm. sparked that. That was my parents' message yeah. in ministry. That was my parents' message. Their message was a message of hope. Mm. Their ministry is called Hope for All Nations. And so and everywhere we go, their their message to us was we are bringing hope here. Yeah. And so. It wasn't that because I had an amazing upbringing. Like, you know, I wasn't subjected to a lot of pain. I wasn't subjected to a lot of heartache, but I was subjected to a lot of hope. Mm. And so I think it's an obligation. A a lot of times we think that, you know, in order to give something, you have to specifically like go through something. 
like to give hope you would have to go through hopeless situations and in a sense that's true but also if you've been raised in hope you can give hope because you know what it is and you know how and then also being able to uh, come back to Zimbabwe as a young child and see like go to um, the villages and go to these places where people are um, where people are less are less fortunate are less fortunate and not in the situations that's not everywhere obviously mm. you know now that I'm older and I see that I have friends you know I have friends who are I mean doing incredible things incredible things but you know there's a reality of people who are not who are struggling you know and and so the, to have the opportunity to come back as a young child and then my parents put me in a situation where they're like now we want you to be an, a, 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 an instrument a picture um, of hope for them and we want you to have a heart for them and helping them because you've been put in a situation where you have opportunities and you have things that have been availed unto you mm-hmm. you know it would be wrong for you not to to give back to them yeah what up what up what up this is skittles and you're listening to nine nine and the other guys i don't know what i just did <laughs> <laughs> no moods, I'm not going to show you. No, my, my girlfriend? Yeah. No, thank <laughs> 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 oh, you. Oh, great. Alright, cool. Yeah, that was a really cool secret on the way to track. Yeah, he's but, awesome. Yeah, so it's like a chicha, I'm not going to show you. Chicha is just a mamuka. Chances of the baby. Um, like phrases here and there, like I'll call my mom and be like, Mama, <laughs> put some respect on mama name. <laughs> <laughs> is what she's supposed to say, man. So let's get to the voice a bit, right? I'm watching everything going on, right? The first time you jump on, you make it to the first round, like uh, you get into Pharrell's team. Man, why did you pick that song in particular? Did you did you um, plan it out? Like, like I'm gonna pick. I happy. just I had been auditioning with that song, hey. and so ultimately it was the song that 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 ended up being my audition song. Yeah, and 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 you've been singing it ever since though. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> so, like it. it. I mean, it just makes people happy. Hey, yeah. and how did you feel when he picked you? Um, I no, mean, it was actually a, when it was you honor. when they all both kind of went and yeah, you know, it was an honor. Um, I knew it was gonna be. It was. It was tricky singing that song because people had sung it before, and I mean, it's an interesting song. Mm. But you know, I just had my own flavor and flair to it. Yeah. So, how long did it take to actually develop it that way? Uh, I mean, from the very beginning, I would just sing it like, like that. But you already had an EP out. Yeah. By then, I had an album out. So isn't it sometimes of like, like a pride thing, like man, I ain't trying to do this because I really got my music game out or anything? No, it, for me it was like a step forward, you yeah. know, it was something that I could use to ultimately, to ultimately um, go to to new levels. Yeah. So what about the idea of um, when you then went into Pharrell's team, why didn't you choose Blake's team? Uh, I just... I mean, Pharrell's like one of the biggest producer in the world. So like, I was like, I just want to be around him. Do you ever regret that? No. How how is he as a person? Like, how's working with him? I mean, it's what, easy. what's he like? He's very introspective. Mm-hmm. Just like he's he's thinking. He's thinking. He's not. He he, he can be for like outward with his emotions and stuff. He is, but he's 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 you know widely introspective and just man he's a genius genius and then just after that he mm-hmm. drops you and then yeah. the funny part everyone every one of the just said like you had gone yeah but then he picked abby instead oh yeah man. i mean it it, it, it it was it was a you know he did what he he did what he had to do in order for her for both of us to stay 
and mm. what do you think that was and how did you feel like the moment they said I'm going to pick Abby like yeah. if you were on stage I'm sure were you did you think that he was going to pick you oh no no I mean well cuz um cuz I mean he 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 essentially told us what he was going to do okay yeah so Ladies. so it worked out so what, what and what was he going to do pick out pick Abby cuz he knew that ultimately I could be saved okay and when Adam picked you uh-huh didn't you ever think like why didn't you pick me in the first place ah uh, no i was just like hey this is right. well the reason why is because i sang for our song oh okay and so i was like <laughs> it was it was for them i think and you know it's not that i i mean i wouldn't have considered another coach but it just means it mm-hmm. so how is adam as a coach great i uh, i loved him worked got to work one on one with him mm-hmm. and i loved it how is he different from Pharrell? Uh oh, they're two totally completely different How? individuals. I mean, I think Adam's just Adam's a singer. Yeah. So he thinks about singing. He is a musician too, an incredible musician. Pharrell's got a producer's mindset. Hi. Pharrell's got a producer's mindset. Adam's got a musician's mindset. And then the final? Mm-hmm. Did you go in there thinking anything can happen? I might win, I might not win. Oh win no, I was in the top twenty, so I got knocked out before when they were making the cut for the top yeah, twelve. Yeah, yeah, with the top twelve, yeah. Mm-hmm. But how, how does it feel like afterwards? Like when you look at all the other guys who are like the voice alumni and stuff mm-hmm. and when you look at how far you guys have gone, do you feel like there's a certain type of pressure like we're fine so you've done the voice you've got a whole continent behind you you've got all this music now you've grown your fan base and whatnot yeah but how how do you feel like you are where you're supposed to be i feel like i'm on the right track man mm. i do i feel yeah, like the lord has me in the right place at the right time and i'm just doing i'm just doing what he wants me to be doing and and what is it that you think he wants you to be doing? man just bringing hope and inspiring people through my music and and influencing a generation of young people in the right direction and uh to follow their dreams to follow the dreams that are inside of their heart and so I think I'm 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 doing that not even a little ratchetness in the middle man like like your life I mean so I'm saying the first time I met you right yeah we were like man this guy was supposed to come to the studio and didn't come yeah. to the studio and I had a, you know like man we prepared Someone had put on makeup. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys was interview. Oh when no! I, when I got to meet you, like you're such a nice dude, man. Yeah. It's pretty hard to be angry at you, right? <laughs> yeah. But I must be thinking, man. There must be sometimes when you can't, like, you know how artists are very particular about everything. Mm. Like, what's the worst thing about you, though? I think I can, like, uh, I, I just like to have micromanaging tendencies. I think my manager sees the worst <laughs> of me. Like he sees the he sees the worst of me cuz he's my brother too. Uh, and so Jasper? Mhm. So I mean, I think that he sees the worst of me. He sees the worst of me. I see the worst of him because we work so intricately yeah. intricately together. But I'm just a focused guy. I'm just focused. I know what I want. Yeah. Like I know what I want to do. I know how I want to do it. I have the vision in my heart. And so like I don't really need anything to de- to deter me. And like people people and things that that will ultimately that will ultimately hold me back from that I usually don't like really allow around me what about when you said um because I'm tr- I'm trying to get like man if I had your type of name man mm. man I'll be out in the streets man yeah like, <laughs> you said my heart's desire is not fame my only yeah. my only inspiration is for the message God has placed in me through the medium of music to be heard by anyone that might benefit from it yeah well what's fame bro I mean, people must treat you differently now man. yeah they do like, I'm, I'm yeah. here but, <laughs> but the thing is this is if you if you idolize that yeah you'll i mean you'll ultimately fall you'll ultimately fall so i don't idolize like being known i um i i want influence and i want to and i want to get bigger and i want my music to be heard by more and more people but that's not why mm. like the reason why is so that i can influence more young people in the right direction to follow their dreams the reason why i want this is is so that ultimately other people can benefit instead of me and so i mean ultimately i'm like i'm not perfect in that desire by any means and i feel when and i feel when i'm not perfect 
because it becomes it doesn't be it's not fun anymore mm. it's not fun just trying to build a fan base like that's yes, that's not fun it's not trying it's not fun just trying to be famous and put on a, a face for, for social media yeah. like that's not fun at some point it gets tiring and at some point it gets like it, it's it's meaningless yeah it's meaningless but when my reason why is to impact people like Zoe yeah. and Zoe's sister yeah. and to impact people like, you know, um, the girl in the U.S. Yeah. Who, the girl in the U.S. who literally had no voice yeah. but had the opportunity to give a voice to. Yeah. Like, when, when I can do that and the world can see that, I'm happy. Man, that's, that's, that's some pretty dope stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and you wouldn't have been... So you're doing music full-time now? That's what that's, I do. What you do? Is that what you did at college? Uh, I did. I studied communications right. and music, but I was like, I was involved in so many musical activities on campus. I might as well have been a music major. So, so you did a music major. So, like, I did a music minor. Ah, there we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much your life, man. Like, if it's not music, then you broke. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have other giftings that I could use. By I mean, it's, and honestly, music is just one medium. Mm. Uh, ultimately, um, it's one medium to ultimately uh, carry out what's in my heart. And what it, are, what are you gonna dabble into then? Oh man, we have so much stuff: media, mm-hmm. um, film, television. Um, there's so many. There's so many things that music is my main focus at this point. Yeah. At this point, but I mean, it'll definitely expand and it'll definitely evolve to different things. Are you friends like? With people from okay, we've got some Zimmy heritage like the Tinashes and the, um, the I've Nets, never met Tinashe, not at all. No, I've never Tungai met. Chirisa, no, I've met Ta- I met uh, Taz. What's his name? Not Taz, dude who lives in Los Angeles who from Celebration mm. Tap. Okay, Tap. I think I know him. Yeah, but he's a good dude. Mm. I can't remember his name. So, so it's not like and Job Reza. Oh, dope. Yeah, man, we've met. I like him, man. He's a good guy. He's a hard worker, man. Mm. He's a very hard worker. He's an inspiration. Even though your music is like totally different. Yeah. I don't think our music is that different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess my older stuff is different, but, but yeah, I like him a lot. I, I like him and his manager, Keen. Uh, Keen, Keen will enter the same high school. He was like, a junior. Keen. Keen yeah. is a good guy. Would you, would you do something really like out of, would you do collaborate with did this say by some chance like the Migos or something? Uh, sure. If it was the right song, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's all about having the right song <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. And has the, have you collaborated with some really really like people that we would know that the song the music hasn't come out yet? Um, I've I just collaborated with some a producer from Zimbabwe. Okay. This side. Mm-hmm. So when's the music gonna come out? I don't know. Soon. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great song. Man, it's been great, man. Like, Thank you, man. Really, You're a great host, man. Like, you got yo, great energy. I, you know, I wish you would meet the rest of the squad. Yeah, like, I'm sorry uh, that we weren't able to make like, that work. Archie was supposed to get us through the phone and stuff, but then I think that like it's a new system that we're trying to work out here because we yeah. are at his cabins. Yeah. And um, so like, which what are you gonna take from Zim this time? When are you gonna come back? Like, what's what's what? I'm trying to think. Like, what what's the catchphrase? What's the, the one thing that you? Got so many connections, time. man. That you're gonna go with this. And so many back. connections. Yeah. So many connections. And, yeah. And had the opportunity to meet so many beautiful people. Yeah. Our shows were unbelievable. Like unbelievable. The energy, the way that people were singing along, was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, we'll just take that with us forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Yeah. On, the, on your video, the video, your video. Um. Mm. Would you? The, the video your, your your best video so far or mm. in terms of views and stuff yeah you you talk a lot of love man mm. like a lot of love mm. and stuff do you ever have your girl in mind when you make that music or is just in general our relationship is kind of recent so it oh, has yeah. been in general but yeah think about it a lot more now Oh, sis, would you, like, would you write a song? Would you write songs for her and then put them out and tell her, like, listen, this might look like it's for every other girl, but it's for you, though. I, I would tell her that in private. Aye, but we wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Aye, that's dope, <laughs> man. That's dope, man. 
Well, man, that's been Brian Nira, man. And thanks a lot for having us in your cabins. Thank you, man. Because special, man. And, and next time, hopefully, you get to meet the rest of the squad. Absolutely. Um, and con- like congratulations on the tour. It looks like it was brother. a big success. It was a huge success. And Victor Blanco, who is... I've got no idea where he is. Right yeah, now. somewhere uh, around here. Somewhere around here. Like, well, it's been great. And I really hope for the best. Thank you, and man. That, but next time, you'll be the one sitting on that seat on The Voice. Absolutely. Kids out man, I receive that in the name of Jesus. Man. So, yeah. wait, wait, one thing. So, so, do you consider yourself a gospel artist? Or do you think that... No, I don't. That... Okay. Yeah. So, someone, someone will go like... <gasps> Yeah, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> What's what's what are you? I'm an artist. You're an artist. I'm an artist. And gospel is just happens to be a message that you put in your music. Yeah, yeah. every now and then, and you, you know, I just put within my heart whatever I'm feeling, whatever I, whatever I see, whatever I, I just let I let I allow myself to be, I allow myself to create, I allow hmm. myself to put whatever is is put in my heart, I allow it to, uh, I allow it to come out. That's totally amazing Yeah man Appreciate you my man, brother I hope I don't have Like guys If I missed a question I'm sorry Right <laughs> Right My notebook is all over the place And actually is not there Because it wasn't, it wasn't working yeah. But th- thanks bro I man. think we covered a lot I think we covered a lot man Man you're good at this man Keep it up Keep up the good work Man I ain't even a journalist You know that Yeah that's good I I'm, mean hey. But you, you have an interest And you do your research Which is the most important thing I got, I got a whole team yeah, you know I mean, like they—they're the ones who do the research. Yeah, most man. people don't do their research, <laughs> and so well, it yeah. makes conversations a little awkward when they don't even know who you are. Like, yeah, yeah. So, Kumsha, when you do, let's just drop that there. Um, in the U.S. or here? Kunok. Um, my mom's from Gutu. My dad's from Murewa. Wait, for real? So, what were you doing, in Mashingo? Why Mashingo? Um, we had an opportunity to open up. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Did you did you go Kumsha when you joined? Not this it? time. Not this time. Um. I've been multiple times, I, but but we didn't get to go. My parents uh, went with their no, they actually just went by themselves when they came here. Yeah, they but, got it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but they didn't. But we didn't. Ah right, man, that's, that's totally cool. Next time, don't go to your food and stuff. If you yeah, don't know, Google that, man. Google. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Thanks. Uh, it's been nine uh, nine. The other guys, the guest house with an amazing artist mm. and songwriter and lots of other things, Mr. Brian Nira. Thank you. Thank man. you so much for coming. Appreciate you, my brother. And now, and now, Capital 263.